Stand by to launch FanStream Sports. Three, two, one. Let's start. Hello, sports fans. Welcome to FanStream Sports. Nothing, nothing but pure sports. What is up, everybody? I am Milan Jordan, and this is the MMA Daily Blitz, brought to you by FanStream Sports, powered by DSP Media. Hey, be sure to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast wherever you consume your podcast. You can check out our YouTube page and you can follow me on Twitter at Milan Jordan. All right, let's kick things off with Bellator. It's going to hold its first event of 2023. That's going to be a big one airing on free TV. That's right. Bellator 290 will take place Saturday at the Forum in Inglewood, California, with a three fight main card starting at 9 p.m. Eastern time on CBS. The first time MMA will air, will air on CBS since 2010. All right, the main event is for the Bellator Heavyweight Championship when Ryan Darth Bader puts his belt on the line against the greatest heavyweight of all time, Fedor Emelianenko, who plans to retire after this fight, win or lose. Uh, Bader comes in with a record of 30-7, and seven, Fedor a record of 40-6. and six. Uh, This is not the first time these two are meeting inside the cage. Uh, they first fought back in 2019 when Bader made quick work of the last emperor, knocking out Fedor in just 35 seconds since then. Bader's last three heavyweight fights have all gone to this distance, while Fedor has reeled off a couple of first-round knockout wins over Quinton Rampage Jackson and Tim Johnson nearly a year and a half ago. All right, Fedor, again, this is his farewell fight. Uh, he's regarded as the greatest heavyweight in MMA history and arguably one of the GOATs in all of the sport, regardless of weight class. Uh, the 46-year-old has fought for 10 different organizations, uh, most notably a perfect 14-0 in Pride Fighting Championship when MMA was just starting to gain popularity back in the late 90s, early 2000s. Uh, in his 46 MMA fights, Fedor has completed a total of 31 rounds. Think about that. 46 total fights, three-round fights, five-round fights. He's completed a total of 31 rounds. That's less than a round per fight in doing the quick math here. Uh, he's only gone a distance nine times in his career, going a perfect 9-0 in those fights, of course. Uh, even though he never competed in the UFC, uh, Fedor has fought eight former UFC champions, defeating Tim Sylvia, Frank Mir, uh, Mark the Hammer Coleman twice, Kevin Randleman, Quentin Rampage Jackson, Andre Arlovsky, and Fabricio Verdum. And Verdum's the only one to have a win over him, uh, and that was late in his career. Uh, Fedor is probably the best submission specialist in heavyweight history, regardless of promotion. Uh, 15 of his 40 wins have come via submission. And not just like a Ronda Rousey armbar one trick pony type thing. No, he's he's won, but he's submitted people by various ways: six armbars, four rear naked chokes, four kimuras, one guillotine choke, and oh by the way, he also has sixteen victories by knockout or TKO. So uh, now look, this a huge event, and Scott Coker and company they're doing it right. They're going to have several MMA legends are going to be in in attendance for Fedor's last fight. Some. Uh, who either fought Fedor in Pride or were in Pride FC at the time, same time as Fedor. Uh, guys like Josh Barnett, Mark Coleman, Randy Couture, Henzo Gracie, Hoist Gracie, Dan Henderson, Matt Hughes, Quentin Rampage Jackson, Chuck Liddell, Frank Shamrock, Chael Sonnen. Uh, in fact, those legends, they're going to be in the cage uh, when, you know, they have a ceremony after the uh, after the fight uh, when Fedor lays his gloves down in the cage for the final time after the fight. All those legends will be standing behind him uh, in support. So that's going to be really, really cool to see. Uh, quite a spectacle uh, for sure 
uh, comes Saturday night, and you can watch it on free TV on CBS, again, starting at 9 p.m. Eastern time. All right, the other two uh, fights on the card, uh, Johnny Eblen, uh, it takes his perfect 12-0 record. He's going to have his first title defense when he takes on Anthony Tokov for the middleweight championship. Tokov comes in with a record of 31-2. and uh, In the opener, you have Saba Homsai, uh, take, uh, excuse me, Saba Homasi taking on Brendan Ward in a welterweight matchup. Uh, the UFC, they're also back in action this Saturday night with a fight night card at the Apex that you can catch on ESPN+. Plus. Uh, the headliner is in a heavyweight division when Derek Lewis takes on Sergey Spivak, uh, a fight that was originally scheduled for this past November but canceled on fight day uh, because Lewis, uh, Derek Lewis got COVID. Uh, was diagnosed with COVID, came down with COVID. Uh, the Black Beast, he's a fan favorite, and he's going to enter the Octagon Saturday night with a record of 26-10, and 10, but he has lost two straight in three of his last four, uh, which each of those defeats coming via knockout. Meanwhile, Spivak is 15-3 and three with back-to-back wins over Greg Hardy and Augustin Sakai. The co-main event is a light heavyweight bout between Daun Young and Devin Clark. And uh, the UFC, again, they were in the news last week, uh, making some big fight announcements coming up here later this year over the next few months. The baddest woman on the planet, Valentina Shevchenko, she's going to defend her flyweight title for the eighth time when she faces Alexa Grasso in the co-main event at UFC 285 on March 4th. Uh, that's the Vegas card headlined by John Jones and Surreal Gone for the vacant heavyweight title. So, again, uh, uh, Bulla Valentina Shevchenko, uh, back in the octagon in March. And again, she is just the baddest woman I planned, just an excellent fighter. And then Alexa Grasso, uh, she's been you know having a lot of success as of late and very deserving of this title shot. Uh, the Alex Pereira and the Israel Adesanya rematch. Well, that's going to headline UFC 287 on April 8th. This is going to be Pereira's first title defense. Uh, he beat Izzy for the middleweight belt back uh, last summer. Also announcing that UFC 287 card is a return of one of the UFC's most popular fighters, game-bred Jorge Masvidal, as he will fight Gilbert Burns. Uh, Masvidal has not fought since last March. That was a loss to Colby Covington. Well, since then, he's battled injuries and legal issues from a confrontation with Covington outside a South Florida club. Uh, meanwhile, Gilbert Burns, he's coming off a win over Neil Magny just a couple weeks ago at UFC 283 in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. Uh, also announced for UFC 287, you got welterweights Kevin Holland and Santiago Ponzinibbio clash on the main card, along with previously announced, previously announced fights, uh, pitting Raul Rosas Jr. against Christian Rodriguez and Rob Font taking on Adrian Yanez. Uh, the UFC is getting into the NIL game, name, image, and likeness for college athletes. Bella Mir becomes the first fighter to sign an NIL deal with the UFC, uh, she will be the UFC's first ever NIL ambassador while competing at the University of Iowa. Uh, she's 20 years old. She's currently a freshman on the Hawkeyes women's wrestling team. Uh, she won four straight state titles in the state of Nevada in high school. Uh, she's an accomplished jujitsu practitioner as well as a professional right, uh, fighter with a record of 3-0. and And Mir, if the name sounds familiar, well, Bella Mir is the daughter. Uh, former UFC heavyweight champion Frank Mir who was also an excellent analyst for the WEC back in the day. Uh, Conor McGregor is back in the news as well. He was hit by a car last Friday while riding his bike in Ireland. Now, while his bicycle was mangled, 
Uh, the former two-division champ avoided serious injury and walked away. Uh, as a matter of fact, he even posted an Instagram video while riding inside the car of the uh, car that hit him. Uh, said the driver couldn't see him on the road due to the sun shining back in his eyes. So and we've all been there where you know, you're kind of blinded. And, well, this guy was blinded and ended up hitting uh, Conor McGregor, but uh, uh, he credited his uh, martial arts training and athletic training to uh, able to uh, get out of that uh, uh, without serious injury. Uh, former UFC heavyweight champion Francis Ngannou, one of the top free agent fighters out there, has long stated an interest in boxing. And, well, his team has been in contact with Tyson Fury's team about a potential super fight uh, with hopes of fighting later this year. Now, not being able to compete in boxing was one of the sticking points in Ngannou finishing out his contract and not resigning with the UFC and being ultimately being stripped of the heavyweight title. But uh, Francis Ngannou, uh, again, he's a free agent and can go anywhere he wants to box. Uh, Scott Coker has said that uh, you know Bellator, they would, you know, of course, why not? Any promotion would love to have him and wants to do boxing and MMA. He's fine with that. So, <clears throat> excuse me, Francis Ngannou, uh, definitely uh, the uh, the biggest free agent out there, not just in terms of size, but also uh, the most popular and the, uh, the best fighter out there on the free agent market. All right, folks, well, that'll do it for this edition of the MMA Daily Blitz. As always, brought to you by Fanstream Sports, powered by DSP Media. Again, please like, share, subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcast. Follow me on Twitter at Milan Jordan. As always, I thank you for checking out the MMA Daily Blitz. I will talk to you later.